Thank you, Bad Mary, for that true sweet play-in. Welcome back, all you four-color funny book aficionados. This is U.S. Comics Cast, HQ for all things comic book related. I am John Rivera, the CEO and co-founder of U.S. Comics, and I am joined by the COO, the co-host, Charlie, formerly Boom Boom Rivera. What's up, kid? Dosvedania! And happy comic book day! Man, we have to get you immediately out of ice and desensitized off of that vodka bullshit, but also as well as happy comic book day to you, comrade. And uh, frankly, to the multitudes watching and listening, if you dig the show or are just into that comic book content, feel free to drop a like, a follow, a comment. We are emotionally needy monsters so we accept all forms of tribute charlie boy yes there is so much going on bro there is Obi-Wan. i mean first of all did you catch the new obi-wan i caught the new obi-wan holy did you shit catch miss marvel uh, uh i you... who i wanted to introduce is miss mazel but i was able to refrain myself miss marvel dropped today uh at time of uh recording did you watch not that? only not only did i catch it i was like oh Okay, I fucking love this character now. Welcome to the fold. Yes, sir. Look, we're going to get there, but we realize that, uh, especially with the Disney schedule being what it is, um, very often we are recording moments after something might have yeah. dropped, uh, depending on how they uh, how they choose to uh, dish out that delicious, delicious content. Um, and all the other streamers, obviously, they have their own prerogative so that's fine good for them they do what they got to do so one thing disney has done really well not yeah. to cut you off from your thought eh, but i just so. i now think everything comes out on wednesday so i was like time to watch the boys episode four mm-hmm. the fuck amazon yeah and between that Friday? wednesdays fridays sundays frankly i'm like i'm running out of days that i can plan to live normal life because here's the thing we don't just look at this stupid show as something fun, as a little thing to do to pass it on. This is a responsibility. We are, I mean, this is Edward R. Morrow territory that we're dealing <laughs> with. And the bottom line is this, like what I was going to say before I was so uh, unceremoniously uh, interrupted, but I forgive you, you're cute. Um, Charlie had thrown to me something that frankly was not on my like to-do list. And then yeah, there was a slight lull in the the John programming. <laughs> and I said, oh, shit, I do have to watch Chip and Dale, the Rescue Ch- Rangers Ch- Ch- movie. Chip and Dale! Nice. I will ask you, Charlie, for the views. Let, let's, let's save a little something. Let's save a little room for the Holy Ghost. And let's save that uh, cover page for, for when we talk about it. But I love this fucking image that you threw up there just now. That is so appropriate. Uh, and frankly, I'm a little bit ashamed in myself that I dragged my little furry chipmunk covered feet in watching this because the fo- the good folks over at Disney are doing the multiverse like it should be done. Yeah, Loki's not bad. Yeah, sure, <laughs> Doctor Strange has got mm, some pretty good moves. But Chip and Dale do it honestly 
like Roger Rabbit, who also had a cameo in this damn thing. So we're not going to put up a spoiler alert because at this point, you should be like me and you should have eventually watched this. But uh, if you haven't watched it yet, uh, maybe you want to. Maybe you want to wait a few minutes before we get past this. But, Charlie, uh, again, you asked me if I watched it without really kind of giving me your uh, input. So how did you... I mean, clearly meant for adult children. Yeah. So uh, well, I don't know if people think we're, like, you know, <laughs> stepping outside of the best four ages X and I mean, I, I have to be honest. Lego Movie, one of my favorite movies, clearly a children's movie. <laughs> uh, Chippendale, I did not know was being made. I didn't know that some of my favorite actors were going to be involved. That shit just popped up on my feed. I forget who, uh, but someone was just like, Chippendale's actually very funny. And I was like, I'll, I'll grab my car keys. Time to fucking drive to the movie theater. You know who it was? It was John Mulaney. John Mulaney, <laughs> yeah. because we stalk him and steal from Nick Kroll so excessively. Nick reached out to John. He's like, hey, do me a favor. <laughs> I can't do it because they'll steal more stuff from me. You gotta... Keep your eye on these two sons of bitches and, uh, you know, developed a nice little relationship. We have the pictures to prove it. Uh, so it was Mulaney who reached out to you. There's no, and no you know secrets. what? Frankly, John Mulaney, hell of a guy for Kate letting Gorgeous. me know his, his new movie was out. Because, I, I mean, when you go into something expecting nothing, hmm. I was like a little sleepy. I was like, I'll throw this on for a little bit because I'm not quite ready for bed yet. And next thing I know, my hands are cupping my little face, and I'm teeing with the best of them, keeping my dogs awake at night. Um, I was blown away. And again, it probably helps that I was expecting nothing. I wanted nothing out of the Chippendales movie, and it gave, and it gave, and it gave. You mentioned Roger Rabbit. This is really kind of Roger Rabbit, too. In the best of ways. Uh, this this basically is the creed of yes. the Rob, Roger Rabbit Rocky franchise because, like, yeah, he's in it, but you know, he's not he's not the headliner. Uh, I, just everything about it to me was just so pitch perfect. At no point was it so made for kids that I, I was going through long periods without having something to giggle at. I mean, it was Cameo City. Ugly Sonic is the hero we don't deserve. Ugly Sonic is every celebrity at a convention that, that, that I've ever strong. hung out with. Well, you know what? I, I will give you that one. Like, Ugly Sonic is like the Blue Ranger uh, yeah. of the animated comic Poor David circuit. Yost. You put some respect on his name. Uh, look, I, 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 got, I got no problem Blue, with man. Ugly I'm not Sonic? i in the face by a guy with glasses. I have uh, my glasses. <laughs> Ugly Sonic was like the Blue Ranger from when the Power Rangers were also somehow very much white samurai. Like, that's how... that. Sure. No offense, Blue Samurai Ranger, uh, but I don't know who the fuck you are, so go fuck yourself if you're not I, watching the I show. I will say this, as your profanity-laced tirade continues. Um, if a turtle can travel in time and also as well as be a samurai, anybody can do it. Especially you if you subtract the time travel part like that's plenty of time that you have to learn some samurai stuff all right you know it's really funny and uh we are live we are live on facebook we're live on youtube we're live on twitch so come drop funny. a comment we'll interact with you uh ellis coming to us from facebook uh, one first and first mostly ellis i feel like you have some art to color so like maybe less dropping comedic lines on the podcast and maybe get to work 
also was, you can do both at the same time, man. Don't let this guy, <laughs> don't let this guy crack the whip on you like this was Indiana Jones too. Also, Unacceptable, as, bro. also as well as the beauty of the Chippen, Chippendale Rescue Rangers film was in fact no one gave a fuck about Chippendale. It was playing with house money in the best Disney way possible. The same month, they had Obi-Wan coming out. They had Miss Marvel coming out. They have all sorts of fucking announcements. Star Wars Celebration. They just sneak in at the zero hour. One of the funniest films of the year in Chippendale. Well, well, That's how you serve I, those I, properties. I, I do want to speak to this point. And um, like we say, oh, well, it's not a kid's movie. But look, I mean, friends of ours with kids would have no problem and have had no problem plunking them down in front of the TV to watch this. And the, and, and the whole group of them, um, <laughs> Cousin Paul, uh, John and Charlie watch Chippendale so we don't have to. You know what? That's not an inaccurate statement, but I would say this. Don't don't leave us with all the enjoyment. You guys would thoroughly get. I'll I'll put it this way, especially uh, grown ass adults uh, who are children at heart, like like my brother and I. Um, cast your minds back to somewhere right around 1990. Okay, um, Disney Animation has rediscovered the television, and they proceed to put out nigh on like a decade. Of, of programming that would own the afternoon the way that the primetime networks used to fight over owning Saturday mornings. So I'm just going to run through that Disney afternoon for you. And let's see if we can't, can't, can't uh, bring some member berries up to, to you know, give your undercarriage a bit of a how's your father. The Adventures of the Gummy Bears. To this day, I will insist... I will go head-to-head, nose-to-nose, mano-a-mano with anyone who wants to fight me on the (laughs) fact that the fucking Gummy Bears had the most fire theme song out of anybody. And I'm including primetime. I'm talking about uh, um, cable. I'm talking about pay-to-play TV shows. The Gummy Bears theme song was fire. A mid-evil... Bouncing on your ass, teddy bear television show. Yes, please. Thank you very much. But it didn't stop there. DuckTales, the aforementioned Chippendale Rescue Rangers, Tailspin, Darkwing Duck, the first of several spinoffs from DuckTales, Goof Troop. Look, that's probably the one that if I had to play that, eh, you have to lose one. That's the one (laughs) I would go for. Uh, But Bonkers, Aladdin, Charlie's full-on shining the banister meme television show gargoyles what and then for the later kids uh snookums and meat funny cartoon show the lion kings timon and pumbaa that's when they realized that shit works as a television show and not just like a kind of a cheesy straight to video sequel the quack pack and then none other than the mighty ducks um charlie That collection of series, I mean, as a, I mean, this was your prime time sitting on the floor, legs crossed, crisscross, uh, applesauce, TV watching years, and naturally, 
as your as your very very beloved older brother i forced myself <laughs> to sit through and watch them with you um i mean honestly those cartoons what do those mean to you coming up man you they're they're the classics that probably played a big role in why i'm like such a weirdly assembled human but never get fucking credit they don't, are don't the, blame they, them bro don't blame they them. are the farina breakfast that i love but i never think about as an adult because again darkwing duck you mean better batman yes please oh the mighty Certainly ducks cartoon a stronger jawline than several of the cats under the cow had you're you're not lying like you mentioned gargoyles the first series ever that made canon so important to me motherfucker stubs his toe in episode 18 never walks straight again in that whole motherfucking series gargoyles um, is like the animated law and order for children <laughs> It like really people, is. Like kids went to elementary school the next morning talking about like law, like law procedural situations. You're like, where did you, where did you learn that stuff from? Like, do your parents have some problems? I'm like, nah, man, nah. <laughs> nah, just I needed to get a castle above the clouds because that's what the spell was, and I have yes. future money now. With my check Tony out, Stark looking check ass. Check out Ellis's comment, dude. <laughs> Ellis is like the all star. Charlie, I'm the one that does the comments. Not you when you're talking, it. you can't do both at the same time. Even you, buddy. <laughs> um, but Ellis is the all-star commenter today so far. It's early though. It's early. Uh, the out-of-work Star Wars actors cartoon gargoyles, and we loved it because I don't give a fuck about Star a uh, Star Trek. I said Star Wars because I don't Dude, even acknowledge Star anything Trek. Anything with yeah, because you're you're a Mongolian. What are you gonna do? What are you crazy? Anything with no Star and the beginning of it is dynamite. Listen to me right here. They it's need to 2020. Pull. I know everyone is mad because they say Star Trek is too woke now, but until until I start seeing some spicks in space, like all my favorite Star Wars characters now, Star Trek can get the back of the line. See, but once again, you really can't in a commentary like that because you don't watch any of their material. So I'm going to go ahead and issue you a fucking final zip it because you don't know what you're talking about. And frankly, you're bringing down my credentials. You know uh, what? But Okay. Fair yeah, 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 no, that, that, that's usually what happens. When you get put headfirst into the back of the squad car, you, they're not asking for your opinion. They're called orders, Maverick. Anyways, <laughs> um, so you had, in essence, you had all of the, um, like you had cameos from, from most, if not all, of the important uh, uh, cartoon headliners that we all knew from um, having a, a, a brother that was cartoon age appropriate. Uh, in the late, uh, in, the, in the early to mid '90s, but you had a ton of other cameos work their way in the suit. Stan I Marsh, Stan Marsh, um, um, He Man and Skeletor, just like up to their, On up Disney? to their regular. Oh my! I mean, there was, there was just so much. And truthfully told, uh, this was one of those type of so many, um, so many, uh, so many things happening at once. As I was watching it, I'm having the thought, I have, I have to watch this again at some point <laughs> and like be, be ready with the pause button because there are certain moments for sure that are missed. But the greater, uh, the greater overarching story is a, is a good one. And, and you mentioned the talent. I don't know if you want to run through the cast. That might be a, a good idea if you want to pull that up. I will. Um, but the bottom line is this, like, 
just like any other uh any other entertainment it doesn't really matter the format as far as i'm concerned if the writing and the story are not good it's very very difficult nigh on impossible to end up with a good product at the end of the day this is a situation where the writing was good the story was good the voice talent that they selected and the live action talent because it was one of those uh like original disney created uh crossover events uh disney was the first to, to intermingle live action and cartoons uh look it up but when it all hit it all hit and then you pepper in all the clever cameos like the 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 rogan stuff where multiple rogan characters that all clearly have had his just same amazing. pickled for a hundred years voice was just it, it just hit so perfectly for me i was legitimately laughing out loud my dogs were looking at me like i had finally oh, that was it he finally lost it it's over pack your bags let's grab some kibble and head out the door um it was really an enjoyable flick to me man so just to just to complete the thought this yeah. was the cast this is just the greatest hits we got john mulaney andy sandberg seth rogan jk simmons will arnett eric banner keegan making uh keegan michael key um we got a uh, dennis haysbert uh playing zipper which is just just the most chef's kiss fucking casting of all goddamn time oh, just zipper just getting goes, it on kid yes it's just it's fucking zipper, awesome zipper should be permanently attached to the phrase it's not the size of the dog in the fight it's the size of the fight and the dog because <laughs> zipper you my dog dog you know you know what i'm saying like that zipper. was honestly uh, um rescue rangers was to my mind that first awkward awkward conversation with you had when you have with your buddies i'm not going to go into details but it, oh, it usually no. ended up with would you i would i mean i would oh, but you know i do want to say that's this, how he gets canceled i didn't say nothing on man zippers girl good good luck hey, ho, ho, hey, ho, ho. you are drawing connections you are lining up stuff on the big board your name is charlie but you're not that charlie i said nothing of the sort bro I said nothing of the sort, but I will say this. Rescue Rangers, you want to talk about like woke, forget about woke. They were so far ahead of their game. All right, so you have a pair of non-related chipmunks. They're both chipmunks. Charlie, do they look exactly the same? No, there's no stereotypes there. Are their personalities the same? Oh, chipmunks, they love uh, hoarding acorns and they got it. No, no, no. You had... Chip, who was one way, and Dale, who was very much another way. They were like the, the, the Oscar and Felix of the cartoon world. But then also, as well as, you have Monterey Jack just shattering, shattering body positivity opinions right and left. Uh, you, what's her face? Your, your girlfriend with the big ears. What was her name? Gadget? Not Gadget. Yes. Uh, was it gadget gadget not gadget that's a that's another <laughs> i'll look it another, up i put another, down the cast uh, list another uh, uh small actor um but uh the zipper zipper gadget uh, you were right gadget so zipper uh 
mute in the series, we find out that he was actually a, a, a voice capable actor well, hell who was there, just baby. playing uh, playing mute. Um, but like, yeah, you know, special needs characters. This show was ahead of their game. You might look at Contra and say, "Oh, well, that was a a non namesake." Maybe a bootleg, uh, one might say. Uh, Contra was a bootleg if Rambo and Commando, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sly, had done a video games together. This show was at his magnum PI, the original, the original Indiana Jones. And indeed, Indiana Jones were put together. That's, I was so hoping Charlie was going to wear a Hawaiian shirt, as has been his recent. Uh, I, 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 I was going to my Indiana hat right away. It's Ghostbuster Day. So I had to be at least in partial uniform. Oh, happy Ghostbusters uh, Day to you, bro! It, it is my, it is my Christmas. I, I, that's right, dude. This is your Christmas and your New Year's Eve. It's true. And your Kwanzaa, if we're being honest, I man. That's happy. Look, thank you very much for joining us. We realize this is a sacred day. You should be lighting the black flame candle or some kind of crazy Ghostbuster stuff. Praying to Vigo. I don't really know. Um, Instead, I'm here to, pray. I'm here to spread the good word. <laughs> but the word word of our egon may he rest long but i i i do want to wrap up this particular segment with a singular thought um yes. but yeah going into it look i i didn't have i wasn't as surprised as you because i had the four the the the, the, the benefit of you saying because i sent you stupid. a 2 a.m a 2 a.m yeah. text message like, be oh like you see fucking chippendale yet bro uh, uh. <laughs> Like I was seeing the inside of my eyelids. Thanks a lot. Um, I give yeah, the same no, I, SOS I message that... if I'm lost on the expressway. And Wake if I up just right away. To... Oh God! You fucking see Solo, a Star Wars story yet? <laughs> the same, the same message. Uh, exclamations come through with like, "Oh, my car is on fire! Help me!" As does like, "Look at this Pringle chip! Doesn't it look like Gandhi?" Kind of. I'm like, well, "What's going on? What are you doing right now?" But but so, so let me ask you, being as surprised as you were with it, uh, like what did you walk away from it? Other than I need to immediately let my beautiful brother know about this, uh, what did you walk away with it from? Like what were your final thoughts on the flip? <laughs> my honestly, what popped into my head was, fuck, John's wrong about everything. Damn, everything dude. should come back because one out of five is like Chippendale Rescue Rangers. So a new Mighty Ducks cartoon. Like, let's just do it all. Like, I will sit through so many unnecessary live-action remakes of Lion King. Akuna Matata is the shittiest message in any Disney film ever, including Songs of the South. Um, but do, do it all again. Do it all again. More of everything, please. Because every now and then gives me a surprise chuckle. I do take some umbrage with the fact that you refer to it as a, a live-action Lion King because there has never been... A live action Lion King. <laughs> there have only been two animated Lion Kings, albeit in different uh, uh, anim animation styles. I'll grant you that. John? The only live action uh, Lion King that we've got has been on stage, and those are puppets. John, uh, if you don't want your Lion King without emotions, I don't know what to tell you. Because everything's better if you don't have human eyebrows. Oh, wait, that's a Emma. terrible idea. All, all I know is John Favreau look, look at me, just I'm over used here. that shit to make that screen. That motherfucker was planning early. He's like, you want, you want Lion King? I'll find a way to make this Star Wars. Simba in space. That's the next fucking cameo I want. 
Dude, if we get a space line at any point in the in the in the upcoming Mando series or any of the uh, attached series, I don't want them in any of the throwback series because then we have to justify where they went, and we don't really need any more. Uh, after all, like the nightmare scenarios that we're sitting through, that we're imagining for Grogu, uh, don't don't give me the space line. You know, you know the problem with the space line is that shit could be interesting, and Ellis and his ilk will fucking hate that. Yeah, because no, we that. need our we need our Star Wars boring and slow. Why doesn't that space line have a helmet? This is bullshit. No, I I do want to say this, and this, um, this for me, and then we'll wrap it up because I know time is a factor. Uh, this for me was one of those try as I might. There's just simply no analogy that's appropriate. So I'm just going to call it like, like it is. You're sitting there and you're watching something or you're listening to something or you're reading something. And there is just that, like the douchebag version <laughs> of Jiminy Cricket. <clears throat> we have, uh, coming up, we have, uh, competing versions of, um, you know, fancy uh, Pinocchio's coming. So we're, we're going to be able to definitely choose which Jimmy Cricket is going to be the evil one for this uh, for this uh, explanation. It'll be up to you, frankly. The one with the mustache. I mean, Del Toro has a tendency to kind of like do some dark stuff, but I'm not going to prejudge. Uh, but that that little voice, you know what? We'll call it the J. Muse <laughs> on my shoulder was was whispering in my ear. Don't get too caught up. Don't, don't, don't like do a, a, a Shirley Temple cheek, uh, cheek twist quite yet, John, because there is something sinister under all of this lacquered over saccharine sweetness. There, I don't know if it was maybe one cameo too many. One little like member berry hiccup, like oh shit! I just had like a member berry uh, flashback. I, I don't, I don't I, honestly, I don't know what triggered it because the character in question had had already popped up on screen as who he was. So this will be spoiler heavy. So if nothing else, mute. Uh, if you haven't seen the movie and intend to mute for like maybe three minutes. Charlie, not you. Damn it, Charlie. Yeah. There was. Something a little problematic here. Now, again, mute if you haven't seen it and intend to. The uh, the villain, and I'm not talking about the inevitable surprise villain. Yeah. Uh, the the villain here had kind of you know and and pushed things towards the bootlegging, which I thought might look. This is very funny. This is like a, a company or individual. They're they're making light of something that's real. Like, do do does Disney, including now Marvel and Star Wars, is anybody more ripped off on the global marketplace than Disney? I don't I don't think so. I mean, Be other than Marvel, your personality and me, no. that's valid. But at least this is somewhat you know I keep it in the fold. I still can monetize you a tiny bit. Um, by the way, I still owe you two bucks. Don't don't let me slide. Um, <laughs> but that being said, Charlie. Peter Pan. Yeah. As the villain. And I'm talking about aged, five o'clock shadowed, kind of paunchy. Whoops. <laughs> kind of broken. Charlie, did that not reek 
of Bobby Driscoll to you? It, it like, I, I didn't notice it when I watched the movie, but okay. I watched the movie from midnight to 2 a.m. So, yeah. I Someone pointed it out to me. Like, how fucked up is it? And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Disney's a bunch of monsters. I let myself slip, and I forgot that they're all shitheads over there. But, so here's Minus the so John Favreau. Anything... Everyone at Disney sucks. Well, but, I mean, look. Look at the creators of this content. So, here's the thing. I love... I, I'm a fan. I shouldn't say I love. I'm a fan of all kinds of comedy. Be it, like... Fruity, um, like very bland, G-rated puppets. I don't care. If it's funny, it's funny. But also as well as I do subscribe to nothing is off the table. Nothing is, is above being joked about. But like this really wasn't a joke. So uh, I'll say this and I'll, I'll try to do it quickly. So the the um, one of the two original human beings hired uh, for Disney... For the live-action Disney uh, um, productions, was a child actor by the name of Bobby Driscoll, and it's funny, Charlie. You actually, you actually reminded me to to talk about it when you fucking mentioned Song of the South. Song of the South, uh, at this point, everyone should at least know, was a very, very problematic, <clears throat> very early uh, um, out output from Disney. Um, even then at the time, like, you know how sometimes something will come out and there, the, the, the explanation will be, or the justification will be like, well, it was a different time. Dude, when that came out, people were like sitting cross-armed, like, whoa, 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 are you kidding me right now? Why is it every, like, why is every plantation look like, for lack of a better analogy, Main Street, uh, you know, D Disney World, why is everything like so beautiful and everyone's happy to be there? The, 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 the racist stereotypes. And the funny thing is, too, like, Song of the South still very much has a, a, a foothold in the Disney parks. If you go on Splash Mountain, those are Song of the South characters that you're seeing. Briar Rabbit and Briar Fox and all that stuff. That should be called, like, racist ass, get your ass wet mountain. But that's probably too much for the signage. But, but that all being said, um, Bobby Driscoll had... Uh, Song of the South, Dear to My Heart, Treasure Island, um, and even RKO's uh, The Window. So, great. So he is like this little Hollywood dude, right? Um, he was also the voice and the visage for the cartoon Peter Pan. We can fly, we can fly, we can fly. Beloved, there's still, right now, there's a three-hour wait for that fucking ride uh, in Disney. He did a lot of stuff. He put on the tights more often than fucking Tommy the Green Ranger and paraded out in them way longer than he should have. But, and this was almost the archetype for like the discarded child actor uh, stereotype that became all too common that you, you would hear about as he got older. And I know it sounds like we're almost talking about the fucking character from this flick and i'm not trying to take down the flick i thoroughly enjoyed it but it is a one for one he he kind of you know um his, his adolescence took its toll his skin was all pimply and uh, his voice was changing and no longer could he embody peter pan um matter of fact they said look you're on the contract we see you now as more like the bully type in these things like you can't really be 
the little the the little uh, little leading man anymore. Um, they cut his contract short. His skin was terrible, terrible. Had to wear like pancake type makeup. That it was not it's not the case, you know. Like and thank God things have started uh, really started to change now. But he was the archetype thrown away uh, um, actor, like child actor. And as he grew, uh, his problems got worse. His career never really rebounded past that when he kind of got out of that awkward stage the other studios out there said nah you're just the you're the disney kid we really can't do shit with you so his career went nowheresville he developed a terrible drug habit matter of fact fast forward and he ended up uh in new york he tried to do the theater thing to no real success and he was found empty pockets uh um he didn't die from a drug overdose, but he died. He died alone, surrounded by drug paraphernalia, and inevitably, I know this is a real cheery subject, but like drugs ended his life, like just tore apart his inside. Again, it wasn't an overdose per se from a single dosage or anything like that, but his drug habit did eventually take him far too young. Now that all being said, I know the details are very, very detail specific. So most people, including myself, I didn't know all of that. I I wanted to check myself. I'm like, am I thinking of the same person? Because they couldn't possibly be making kind of this joke as a point for point with the character that this poor Bobby Driscoll and Robert Driscoll, he went by at the end just to try to try to separate himself from it to no avail. Um, That was like a very, very, like I like dark humor, but that's not even like, there's not even a punchline there. Well, not even a punchline. He went to jail. This character went to jail. Like, I don't, I don't mean to be in defense of the movie. No, please do. Because maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is where I don't think you're wrong. Here is a good start. That's a good start. Here is where I landed. Three years ago, when they probably started making this movie, society, pre-pandemic, <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. We're going to vaguely point out, John, I have seen in my lifetime, I don't know, God, bl- God bless Burt Ward, I have seen yeah. so many people take a piss at my boy with Fat Robins, balding robins out of where they have taken a piss at a guy who thank god wound up very very stable has a a healthy dog food business that does tremendously well i know my dog jameson loves that fucking food it's expensive so i only get it every now and then is it real robins in there or is it it's free it's 100 percent pure it's pure ironically penguins he said fuck the penguin either way dude Um, either way so many people have taken low-key shots at Burt Ward, but because Burt Ward wound up finding life happiness, despite Holly Weird trying to fuck him over, mm. that's that's an okay punchline 2019 and earlier. I don't know if they would make can, those jokes anymore. Can, can I counterpoint? Like, uh, like you can in one second. Like Let, me for, uh, for, Let me just bring Amber. it back. Let me just bring it back to Driscoll. Okay. The the I don't think most people know that story. I don't think most people know his story. That would be watching Chippendale. I think that was a writer room teehee. Is that an excuse though? Uh, do, what do you mean by excuse? So a like, tone deaf joke, trying to be it's funny. Not, it's not that it's, it's always okay. It's not that it's tone deaf. It's more like um, fucking mean. 
Here, no, no, no. You know what it is? It's it's you and I. Well, maybe not you and I because your Spanish is dreadful. Um, uh, Thanks, it's, mom. It's uh, uh, it's it, it's two Spanish speakers, two bilingual people. I'll put it that way because it's not Spanish specific. Um, choosing electively to speak Spanish amidst a, a crowd of friends who basically paid to be there. He like, <laughs> we are going to intentionally exclude you from this to the point where the the excu- the excluded party says <coughs> cough why are you excluding me for this you're in essence now forcing me to go to google translate and be like what do these motherfuckers say oh sh- this is what you're saying oh okay okay so honestly that was such a specific point yeah, that i think I, it was, I don't know even if someone I think wasn't it was familiar so, i think it was so specific they thought they'd get away with it I and guess. it wouldn't be noticed. Well, I don't think unnecessary. it was. Just like I it. think it was unnecessary. I think it was a mistake. I think you swap out Peter Pan with Tinkerbell, and we don't run into the optics problem. I think they were trying to be funny, and in this, in in the world of good taste, I don't blame 2020 culture. I think it's a good thing that we're not huge pieces of shit. But they were. They didn't pull a South Park where they picked on everyone equally. There wasn't a joke about how Disney was probably a cunt. That joke doesn't exist. They're just picking on the kid no, the, who died penniless. The side, the, the, the South Park version of that would have him had him do something to justify his ostracization. He would have wound up being the good guy. He was, in essence, he was like, like almost every comic book... Um, villains prequel like this is why he became a bad guy but he's at, at, at the current moment he's still the bad guy. like syndrome yeah at least had an out afterward yeah. like there was no real fucking syndrome that died that like looked just like this kid i mean he even looked like him honestly ellis tinkerbell was already a villain she's an awful person in the original cartoon and i got news for you all fairies are somewhat awful just Flying around, don't 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 put your fucking fairy dust all over me. Fairy dust is akin to glitter. It gets everywhere. It never comes off. I'm pretty sure it is non-biodegradable. So it's like fuck every other animal, which is ironic because all the Lost Boys are somehow wearing like like skins of other animals. I'm sure that came from you, Tinkerbell, you monster. Predator, Ellis is right as always, and if anybody says to you, no, Ellis is wrong, there would be one thing and one thing only, Ellis, cover your ears, just like George Toy Boy Lucas, they would be a get damn liar. Charlie, what are you drinking, you monster? Han shot first, baby. Salute. Think. It's a double of tequila. Not particularly good quality tequila, you might, you but it's that problem. sort of night. Might have a problem, bro. And I have a solution. It's called tequila, sucker. No George Lucas bashing this no, no. evening, my friend. We'll let instead, George off the hook. instead, John, I have one question, yes. and a one very important question. If some sort of evil demogorgon loving mm-hmm. son of a bitch mm-hmm. had me pulled into a nightmare state. What song are you blasting in my eardrums to pull me back from the upside down? 
You don't got a lot of time, bro. This motherfucker's going to turn me all into a pretzel and shit. I will. I'll, I'll say this, and it honestly is not going to take much time simply because of the calendar date with something strange uh, in oh, the neighborhood. Oh, Who you going to call, man? <laughs> I would punch that Demogorgon-looking tentacle habit used to have beautiful flowing blonde hair. Mother sucker right in his weird pig nose. Stranger Things 4! Baby, first and first mostly, let me just say, I am here for henceforth calling these streaming series that are never, they never go 11 seasons anymore. It's not the fucking 90s. We're not getting 11 seasons a dick. Let, I, let's normalize calling things instead of like Stranger Things season four, Stranger Things four, The Boys four. It just gets my fucking rocks off. First of all, let me start here. Can you, can Alice, you sing the theme song one more time? If I'm ever in the Upside Down and you need to get me out, <laughs> don't sing that song because I'd be like, huh? Fair. I'm like, you know what, Vecna? Just take me away, bro. This non-singing son of a bitch. And Fair. the um, actually, it's not the demon gorgon that has um. It's uh, Vecna. I said, so I said, go ahead and uh, take your uh, D&D manual number five. Call up Jordan. And uh, he'll set you straight uh, on the bag. Sir, I said Demogorgon loving let's some go, bitch. Let's, I, I, I would also have to, um, actually, I'm pretty sure they are uh, they are guaranteed for a collision course. Uh, something like no, a, they're like something like a King is, Kong. This is like general bitch. situation. Look, look. Oh, here I'm, we actually, are. Thinking, what is I'm it? actually thinking of 42, the mind flare. You get a point because I'm talking about the mind flare. Uh, John. John. In an unprecedented act of being right twice on this podcast in just 43 minutes. I'm talking about Ellis, not you, you delicious Damn it. black and, black Listen, and tan beard. I'm Ellis' number one fan, bro, so that's I reiterate. Yeah, that's if he gets the art done by Wednesday. Um, Ellis, if you it take shows your time. Up, if it shows up on Thursday, John's going to turn on you quick. Ellis! Uh, off of Facebook untrue, saying Stranger Things untrue. 4 was a triumphant return to form for a series after a week third season. I'm not sure I totally agree hmm. with um, the, the implication that Stranger Things 3 um, was unworthy. Do I think he's it's not, the... He's not implying at all. He's straight up saying it. Yeah, I, I, think that, I think that Stranger Things 3... Uh, I do list shit because I'm an American. Uh, unlike my commie-ass brother... Whose name is in Russian right now, dude? <laughs> I should have drank vodka for the fucking shot. Hashtag um, freedom for Ukraine, son of a bitch. Touche. John, um, yes. I think Stranger Things was the exact adrenaline boost that society needed right now because everybody, when the Stranger Things 4 trailer dropped, the teaser before it, when they announced the fucking start date, everyone had the exact same thing to say. Who gives a fuck about these 36-year-olds playing <laughs> kids still? We get it. The one kid's bones aren't great. I'm did you, get the uh, fuck out of here, buddy. Did you catch when um, Millie Bobby Brown was like, how old are our characters? <laughs> It's like, I was 12 when I was kissing you? That's messed up. <laughs> Dude, there's nothing she's better funny. than she's, like... She's like a sincere little person. <laughs> And she's she, like, 
She's like a little like barely could get the waffles apart on our own. She like we met her. She was a fetus. Well, and, that's... Uh, season two, she was an embryo, and now she's like a real person, and she's funny. Yeah, the worst part is I just saw her on uh, Hot Ones. It's that it's that like talk show where they eat hot wings and they ask them questions. Oh, that, and that about, could not have gone well. Dude, about halfway, first and first mostly, she dresses like an 18-year-old now, and I hate it. I'm like, you go and put on a waffle costume right now, bitch. You're America's little kid. You don't get to be old. Um, but there's a rumor, to be totally off topic, there's a rumor that the next Star Wars spinoff after Obi-Wan uh, is going to be about Leia, and allegedly Eleven has been cast. Which really? I'm like, Millie Bobby Brown, let's Aww. do this. I could see it. I can see it. She has to grow her hair back. I know Kathleen, Kathleen Kennedy, uh, she she kind of like made a but point she's that... she's an asshole. She only gets to talk about movies. They're not letting her touch TV. She can eat a bag of dicks. Well, I think... Um, that's not I a sexual thing. they're going to return to the, to the time period of the original trilogy, specifically mm. for that reason. So that, that I'm saying like that would... That would fit in uh, with that theory, so I, I'd have well, no Well, we'll see, but it. about Stranger Things, John, I was one of those people that was like... You took us fuck? off page, man. <laughs> That's my bad. Yeah, John, stop letting me take us off page. I was like, <laughs> stop touching the wheel. I didn't touch the wheel. I'm in the back seat. <laughs> and go back to bed, John. Um, Stranger Things, <laughs> wake up, wake up, get your... That's how you're going to ruin your teeth. Um, <laughs> you have to watch the video version on YouTube. Twitch or Facebook to get what that was about because I'm not <laughs> telling you, ear listeners, you piece of a, shit. I'll scream, you creeps. Guys, it's all right. I'm here for you. You goddamn creeps. Um, I was one of those people that was like, I don't think I give a shit about Stranger Things anymore. We'll get to Ellis's comment in just. I'm a just second. gonna put it out there. This Ellis is the reason why people should watch the video. Looking at you, well, Casey. You know what? Maybe that's accurate. Um. I, on the, on, if you're watching this on your phone, the print is too small. They're like, Batman said that Millie Bobby Brown is older <laughs> than, than Carrie like, Fisher was. Interesting. Interesting, interesting fact. Um, it's not that I like dislike. I'm actually like a, I'm a, a defender of Stranger Things 3. Um, but Cause, cause now, th I think that was like the year 2000. Like that shit came out so long ago. That came out a pandemic ago. So I was just like, my hype was zero. And I was like, all right, I ain't got nothing to do. And ironically, I happen to know both of us turned on Stranger Things 4 the same way. But both of us were not turned on by Stranger Things 4 right away. I oh. immediately, like, dimmed the lights. I lit some candles. And about 20 minutes in, I was whisked back into that world and being like, oh, shit, there's bullies for 11. You were, I, uh, you were like I, Steve Carell. In a 40-year-old version when he gets the big box of porns, like lighting yes, exactly. putting pictures down. You don't want to see this, Grandma. Exactly. I'm turning around my collectibles. My collectible Grogu Funko Pop just spun that motherfucker around. John, I... He's 50, I, man. He's seen worse things. I was so fucking... I didn't realize how much I missed these characters, hmm. these relationships, the special sort of melodrama that's able to happen while there's literal monsters. Yeah. And this season, more than any season before it, literally they explain to a newer character... They're just like, yeah, so, like, mon you know, like, this plane of existence? 
there's uh, one under us, and it's fucked up. And, like, we fought it and won, but we had a superhero friend, and now we don't have a superhero friend, so, like, we're probably fucked. But, like, that's why you saw that fucked up shit. And the character, God bless him, was like, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, because here's the thing. The character would never confuse the Mind Flayer for another character because he's unlike Charlie. He is a D&D player. Oh, so you're saying I'm... With beautiful hair. Like, Charlie wouldn't know a stack tracker if it hit you in the face that I ordered straight from Jordan. Um, Charlie would be like, eh, whatever. Um, yeah, no, all my I, stats I, are I fucking maxed you, out because I'm a cheater. <laughs> um, I'm going to kick it to you, John. Just because you were you were the one of us that you watched an episode or two, yeah. and you were like, I'm not fucking focusing on this at all. Yeah. So what was your relationship with the first, like, seven-eighths? Because there's only... Two episodes left, but they're long as shit. Um, walk me through. You go, okay, it's time for Stranger Things. Walk me through your process, because I just bit the inside of my mouth like yeah. you read about. Oof, lean into that pain, baby. You earned it. Um, yeah, and excuse my voice. I'm just losing it because I have not spoken this loudly in nigh on a week. Um, yeah, so, so like everyone else, I'm like, oh, okay, there's a new Stranger Things out. Sure. I like this. Um, and for the first time in a while for any of those ongoing uh, shows where there's a, a decent gap, like non-network shows, basically can be like, oh, the, the new season drops in a week or the new season drops in six years. Talking to you, Sopranos. I didn't re-watch like usually I do. I didn't binge the prior seasons going up to it. I really counted on the good folks at Netflix to um to kind of like hit me with all the salient points that i that i'll really need and if you do watch uh any of the updates a lot of times they're uh, episodically different like oh this this will be important now so don't forget this moment or that moment and if you didn't binge leading up to it i highly do suggest it um also who seems over the theme like the theme music somebody sat down and worked out wrote that they put a lot of effort into it like, you don't skip it. That's when you get up and get a drink. You go to the bathroom. That's 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 business time, dude. Like, Boom-ba-da-ba-do-ba-da-ba. Be, be respectful. And Charlie disrespects him more than skipping it by just ripping it up one side and down the other. But that all being said, um, yeah, no, I, I, it, it did not capture me at first. And I'm not entirely sure even now if it was because I didn't binge. Like, that was my Walking Dead solution i'm like binge it you'll like it again. Yeah, you you it's fixed weird. walking dead for me i mean you know we're, we're wired similarly so it doesn't surprise me will it work for everybody no but if they're wired even somewhat closely like the brothers rivera i think it might and if it doesn't work for him like fuck you guy we're not here There's to solve all your problems 200 other vampire uh, uh zombie shits to watch <laughs> vampire uh, diaries this fall i mean vampires are kind of zombies too um, but yeah, no, they didn't get me at first. And what was interesting too was, it's a. I realize now that it's a, a little bit of my get off my lawn uh, mentality now. Where like they're kid characters acting like kid characters. They're kid characters. Some of them growing out of their cuteness. Like I'm like, ah, oh, you're like, when did you turn into a young Adrian Brody? You were like a cute little kid. Um, there are certain characters. That are now like, 
in their awkward stages, which happens to all of us, I'm told. Uh, I was beautiful, kid. I'm still in my awkward stage. Mom <laughs> says, "Mom says this is all baby fat." So, um, not the but, three but steaks was, I had for lunch. There, the first episode, maybe in a half episode and three quarters, was so for me was so over the top. Like <laughs> that's why I like it. Who the it truly spoilers. It really wasn't until quad roller skate made contact with a face because the whole time i'm like beat the shit out of like go fight like what are you doing what are you doing so i had like character issues i'm like why wouldn't you do this why wouldn't you do that which is stupid because it's a fictionalized thing naturally netflix (laughs) is doing a nice job with this because this was not somebody else's fucking ip because god knows they have not been doing particularly well Taking somebody else's shit and putting it on the screen, but you yeah, know it took me a little while. It took a little while for it to warm up for me. But by the time I got out, waist high to the pool, uh, peed, warmed up the temperature, changed the pH a little bit where I could swim comfortably. Uh, it took a little while, but eventually I did very much get into the season. I would similarly suggest if you haven't watched it, don't just watch one episode or two. Sit down and watch the three, four as much as you can squeeze into your schedule because you'll enjoy it more that way. So apparently, I was under the impression that this was the final season. Stranger Things 5 is going to wrap up the series, and apparently that's, like, already been filmed, so we won't have to wait too long. <clears throat> is it is it a, sopra- a soprano situation where it's, like, season 4, part 1, season 4, part 2, and season 4 is the last season? No, there's apparently a fifth oh. season. So the reason a, there, that there Netflix, is a part two of season four, but there's also as well as a final season. season allegedly, five. allegedly, I don't know shit about shit. Who, and I did. Where, where does that research. come from? I'm gonna go ahead and do my my online. New, oh, online.com. My, I gotta check. I, out. I, I here's the truth. I'm 75 percent <laughs> sure Millie Bobby Brown said it on Hot Ones. That there's a season five. She was being poisoned by hot sauce at the time. You can't take... That's like waterboarding somebody and then thinking, they're telling me the truth now. She I also, know where the weapons are. She also totally cheated. She took the little mousy bites. I'm like, your face isn't hot. Get Did out of here. you feel like a shake or something like that? She had a big milkshake from five Come guys. on, Millie. First and of then, all, although, if you're dating Bon Jovi's son, you're soft. You saw Billy. She also did a lot for my allergic to peanuts brethren because she had all sorts of questions why that fucking floor is covered in peanuts. And it's because they're goddamn assholes. Um, first and first, mostly, Ellis, I see what you're trying to do in the chat, and I'm not going to dignify it with reading it, sir. Uh, but, John, <laughs> Ellis overall, is my spirit animal. Where, just because, uh, again, we are always, always, always fighting the clock, my dear oh, yeah. brother... Where does uh, Stranger Things 4 line up? Like, if you had to make a list, I'm kidding. John does not do that. Uh, I simply, simply want to know, after finally getting on the on board... I was like, I know um, you're a vegetarian, but taste this cheeseburger. How good is it? But uh, before we're on the other side of Season 5, and hopefully we get that Murray and Robin spinoff, I've been writing because I think that's the real dynamic duo to come out of the second half of the stranger things series uh john how did you wind up being like fuck yeah i can't motherfucking wait for the last two episodes that are basically movie length allegedly um i could not be more fucking excited 
have uh, a, a two? Yeah, I, I, no, no, I, I'm very excited. I don't like having to wait. So waiting sucks. The, well, here's the thing, and and streamers have just like a dealer's level of power over us, the addicts <laughs> slash consumers. You got any so, more that Stranger Things? Well, here's the thing, the, too. So, I don't need the special effects finished. Uh, 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 a show that I'll be referencing shortly, they dropped their new season. They're like, oh, here's what you wanted early, and here's three episodes. And like, yay. And then they're like, you like that, right? Yeah, that shit hit good. Like an episode of The Wire. Where you're like, oh, yeah, let me get some more of that WMD, baby. Ooh, yeah. And they're like, haha, you like that? See you next week, bitch. And they just, like, drop the mic and walk away. So I can't imagine in a world where some shows you're like, you just got to wait week to week to week to week. HBO, they have the good grace to start streaming a show, like, literally a minute after it starts playing uh, live. Whereas other shows, if you miss South Park live, they're like, See you tomorrow. And you're like, fuck, people are already going to be talking about the punchlines by then. And also, as well as who's got Paramount? Nobody. Um, not even the spaceships on Star Trek have Paramount Plus. Like, are you, what are you talking about? What are you doing? Regardless. Um, then you have things like Netflix that just do whatever they fucking want to do. Oh, what's up, Andrew? How you doing, brother? Um, well, they're uh, so, losing so, subscribers, so they need gimmicks. And apparently, with this, it was just because they haven't finished... Rendering, not, but the, but here's the thing too. Like they don't even. There's no explanation. There's no real rhyme or reason. Why not just wait? Nobody realized that Stranger Things was gonna drop anyway. Why not just wait till you finish the whole damn thing? Unless they uh, uh secretly wanted to drag it out and make us like suffer a little bit. And honestly, if you're a DM, you take some level of satisfaction in making the people sit around your table. Squirm. I think the Duffs, the Duffy brothers like it. I think they're doing it on purpose. Uncool. Damn straight. And see, Andrew is the smartest motherfucker here. Because, like, I didn't hear everything, but I agree with John. And just like, chicken. He goes down the election line. He's like, I vote the John party. Blah, 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 blah. Good job, buddy. Good job. Yeah, it's a real, it's a good way to vote. Just fucking... In the John, future, no matter John, no matter who, ballots. I'll do it for both. <laughs> the fuck out of here, John. Yes. Let's pay some bills. I wish you would, you please, handsome bastard. I told you I'll get you that two bucks when I see you, man. You are hard. Sorry, sorry. Fucking guy, uh, John. He's talking about the vig is running. Jesus Christ. That's now two oh one, bitch. Oh, uh, my fuck. vig is very reasonable. That is John. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, do you want me to do the first sponsor so you can pull yours up? Or are you ready I mean, to go? go ahead. I, I mean, I'm always ready to go. So then you go. So you have a little break before you talk. All right. Me. Then I'm going to ask you one question, Charlie. Yeah. Where are we dropping? With Sergeant Panama? Finesse. Nope, not Panama. Find Sergeant Finesse Gaming on both Twitch and Facebook, sometimes on the same damn day. Multiple streams every day, outstanding video game content, supporter games, co-streams, giveaways, contests. Don't be a sucker. Check them out. Today, if you need to pick me up, though, Sarge can't really help you out other than getting you a dope discount code at checkout. And I'm talking about SneakEnergy.com. Mmm, good, clean, sugar-free energy. Follow the white rabbit over to SneakEnergy.com. Use code SGT at checkout. 
if you're looking for some fresh new merch, you got to wait. You just got to wait because Sarge is no longer using that former suckerful company. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, by the time he relocates out to Florida, I think he might even be doing it himself or having some alligator that lives in a pond behind his house do it for him. Or uh, maybe even Charlie. I'm not sure. But the bottom line is this. When Sarge is on deck, you salute GG, son. And when you, the, the truth is, there's only so many hours in the day, and some of those hours need to be filled with the sounds of music. And do I have some of the best goddamn music for your earlobes possible? And that, of course, comes from our friends at Bad Mary. You can follow them across all their socials at Bad Mary Band. You can go to their website right now, badmary.com. Check out their brand new music video for Floor is Lava. My favorite thing about Bad Mary is the fact that you can support them financially over on patreon.com forward slash Bad Mary. My second favorite thing is you can listen to their entire discography, including Floor is Lava, right now on any single streaming service. What are some of those streaming? <laughs> what are some of those streaming services? You what can are some check of those streaming out. services? You can check them out on Spotify, YouTube Music, Apple Music, iHeart, and even Deezer, a streaming service I've never fucking heard of before. John! Yes? Fucking give Bad Mary some money, goddammit. Listen, I do give Bad Mary Mary, Mary Mary Mary, Bad Mary money in that I am personally a subscriber to their Twitch channel. Also, as well as both Charlie and myself have paid good damn money and drank a nice little load uh, to see them live. Going to be doing the same thing. They actually have an upcoming uh, an upcoming show here in NYC across the across the river that I'll be attending. Um, they're also as well as going to be part of a... Um, I'm not even sure what you call it. It's like not necessarily a concert series. It's more like kind of a day of art where uh, um, my very own Sancho Panza is going to be doing some stuff theatrically with his group. Bad Mary is going to be doing stuff musically with there, so I hope that you, Charlie, will join me there. Um, Andrew, you know, maybe you can come too, brother. We want to get as many of the, uh, many of the, the, the theater Let's Fucking folks all go. Every, everybody everybody in everybody, chat, everybody watching. Listening, everybody here this a week from now. Just go. You'll be a little late. Don't worry about it. But, it's fine. Um, just wait till the next show. My favorite thing about Charlie's favorite thing is that it's, my favorite thing about them is that you can give them money. That's a fan, bro. That is a real <laughs> damn fan. But, hey, man, um, I know how hard doing anything artistically is, <laughs> and I support with my heart. Every time I see though. a member of the band, I actually was in traffic heading to the firehouse over the weekend mm -hmm. to celebrate uh, hey, Ghostbusters Day. Hey, Charlie, what yeah. firehouse? Uh, the firehouse as seen in Ghostbusters 1, 2, and Afterlife. Hook and Ladder 8 right there in the beautiful city I love. But Downtown. I actually was passed. I was passed by the lead guitarist of Bad Mary. And I pulled up next to him. I had all my lights on. And I just threw 20 bucks in his window. And I said, thanks for the music, motherfucker. And I sped away. Part of that story is not true. I don't curse. John! We are going to get fact-checked like the RNC, bro. Unbelievable. That's fine. We'll be uh, fine. So I mentioned it earlier that that show, which should not be named at that point, will now be named at this point. Streaming shows have done so much for us, both in the age of COVID and now hopefully in the dusk of COVID. 
Um, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to go ahead and add more punctuation to the sentiment after the fact. But uh, I'll start off with, thank God. Thank God for the boys. Let's hear it for the boys! The boys' new season has dropped, and uh, they are who I was... The uh, boys for! Not, not subtly referencing when they dropped three episodes earlier than expected, but like, here's three, wet your whistle, we'll see you in a week. And we know we're gonna see you in a week. We know it. You're addicted, and I am addicted. I love this comic. Matter of fact, I just ordered up hardcover versions of my collected editions. Awesome. Because I, I want to make sure that they are uh, sturdy. Uh, what a fantastic start to what it was. Even before principal filming began, people knew, like, this is going to be the Herogasm season. This is going to be fucking nuts. Or to our G-rated listeners... Nuckin' futs. The Herogasm storyline in the comics, with maybe the occasional uh, exception of Saga, is unlike anything that I've ever read and now have begun to watch. They so expertly interwove multiple themes of storytelling. So sometimes I will talk to, speak to newer people in my life who might not necessarily be of a comic book ilk. And there are numerous other things that are had in common. <clears throat> and uh, even now to this day, 40 years later, plus years later, there's always that slight hesitation of like starting off the conversation <laughs> almost apologetically almost like knees uh knees pointed towards each other well you know what it is and and the the second that i feel it like when you're when you're holding back a uh, vomit you know when you're reading in the car or something like no fight it man fight it you're bigger than this you're better than this i fought back the bile of apology and i'm like no it's it's great it's great it it's going to be one of the best things you've ever read, bar none. Shakespeare, Stephen King, uh, Anne Rice, Hero-gasm. Herogasm is right fucking there for me. And the boys in general, but the Herogasm. And look, we talk about hero Herogasm, and like right away you think, like, oh, uh, you know, oh, something sexual, something is... It's it, when I say that it is like literally just a part of it. It is just a part of it, and it's so interwoven and unseparatable from the story itself that you can't just minimize it by saying, "Well, it's superheroes getting naked or doing this." And we we live through the age of like comic book uh, um, swimsuit Oops. editions. Like, we legitimately... Marvel is actually going right back there where Image was shit up and down the street for uh, comic book swimsuit editions. Marvel's now doing it. So I think DC old has is, one coming out. Ugh, ugh, it's coming out, all right. Uh, it's going to be at Charlie's house. But that being said, the new season has started off just perfectly. 
just perfectly. The evolution of characters, the continual overarching growth. Uh, it's it's a it's a adult uh, story. If you're just looking at it one for one, and I'm talking about this season, but I'm also I do also want to talk about the series, uh, the series in general, both the comic and the show, because there's something casual viewers might not recognize. But Charlie, I'll throw it right back to you because I know you yeah. put right up. Uh, how did you feel this started for you? It's it's so far as fucking perfect as Stormfront giving you a burnt up hand job while she lays dying. Like the fucking lack of punches pulled in three episodes of a television show. And and Herogasm is probably the apex of the boys' comic books. And I the the series has proven better than the book at every turn for me. Obviously that's a personal feeling so you know what let's the, get back if, to that because i have i have a theory about sure for you if the you. first three episodes are any indication of quality i didn't think it was possible but i think we're, we're i think we're it we're three episodes in on the best boys season ever and arguably as far as like dark comic books go that are being turned into live action anything this might be setting that measuring stick that I know you fucking hate, but I'm obsessed with because I, I love ranking shit. I, I love seeing how do you push the envelope. And we're just a year removed from Invincible knocking my fucking socks off sure. with the added superpower of being animated. Yeah. This doing this shit in live action, it's, it's everything I dreamt about when I was becoming obsessed with comic books as a kid and getting to see end over end the fact that i'm living a world where kamala khan is having her superpowers fixed like superman before her that's a topic for another day we're living through the best superhero television bar no like the former champ was lois and clark the new adventures of superman and since then there's been 83 shows that are superior um and we haven't even gotten to superior yet um, it's fucking awesome, bro. Knocked my socks off and then came in the socks. And now those socks are rigid. That is graphically gross. Well, um, welcome to the boys season four. Uh, because we live in a world where rigidity is not given anywhere near the level of respect, I think it should. Because if someone can stick to their guns, they deserve a little something for the effort. Uh, but I've also been told, you know, if a, if a tree... For mighty tree, two stories tall, if it doesn't bend, inevitably it will break. So I will be that proverbial tree for only Charlie, and I will break my own rule. Uh, and Charlie, I'm going to say this, even though we are indeed only three episodes in to this newest, oof, you're straying straight at my soul, and it is creepy as fuck. Um, even though we're only three episodes in, I will comfortably anoint the boys middle initial f because his full name is the fucking boys but he doesn't really <laughs> use his middle initial very often um i will anoint the boys as the best live action comic book television show period 
No list. I'm not. Don't ask me about number two because I will smack the bandana off your face like you a Cole Cabana, bitching about his contract. But the boys is the best there has ever been. Potentially the best that there ever will be. And um, I'm not just saying this to be, you know, to be argumentative or to be, uh, or like to take, to use Charlie's vernacular, to take a piss on anything going on over at Marvel. I know DC Bandito, you're trying your best. If I was Charlie, I'd say, oh, buddy. DC, oh, you're trying. Look at you. Oh, buddies, you're still, guys. You're still showing up. Hey, that's something. Um... But yeah, in spite of the good, good work that's being done elsewhere on other uh, channels and streamers and other uh, attempts, The Boys is just the best. Now, to get back to my original point, The Boys, just as a general story, works on multiple levels. If you're looking at it as a one-for-one, one, if you're looking at it having no background information on these characters... Uh, as if like a comic book st company started out of the blue with like 50 characters that you don't know but are in their own world very well defined already and you kind of start in the middle of story like in media in media ren uh like i don't know like u.s comic coming um but the boys also as well as they have this established it's like you showed up in the middle of a party that has already been going on before you got there and probably will be going on long after you leave that's what the boys is but as a one-for-one -one narrative people can just take it at face value and be like oh that this is really cool oh corporate uh corporate greed i totally get that power corrupting absolutely i totally understand oh the media lies to me shock and fucking awe great Oh, rebelling against the big brother. I All these concepts are not new to people. So when you put it in a comic book superhero uh, uh, framework, anyone, in essence, is going to get that unless they were living under a, a rock. Now, if you're coming from a place of geekitude, like the brothers Rivera and 92% of the viewers and listeners of this program, you know... Then, in addition to being a one-for-one, one, um, a one-for-one one involved, retrospective, self-aware narrative, it's also very much as well as satire. It's satire about our culture currently. It's satire about the comic book industry and the storytelling. So it's one of those things. It's like chocolate-covered broccoli. It tastes good, and it's good for you. It's hitting on multiple levels. The boys, uh, honestly, the boys is just so damn good. Now, Charlie, I'm going to throw it back to you before I go down yeah. to my rigmarole. Um, uh, what do you feel about that? Like, do you look at it as, like, as like kind of like teaching a lesson to quote-unquote uh, comic book superhero-type fans? Do you find, like, it's taking a shot at our society values do uh, are they pissing in the eye of media like, you like what's it, your what's you, your your take when you step back you're like entertain me what do you got you set up you set up three different scenarios Matt. just give me yours your your sincere the, what's the one that hits for you when you hit that clicker i i'm gonna cheat and i'm gonna give two but only one for the show cheater because the comic book series Okay, that's was fair, that's very fair. much pissing in the face 
of the big two. It was saying, hey, Marvel, DC, everything uh, you love hold sucks. Hold on a second. Uh, yeah. uh, I'll take my time. That's me pitting a pin in that thought. Okay. So I want, well, the pin is in it. I want to get Pin's back to it. it. You're Talk in charge about the show. Of, Give me the show. You're in charge of pulling the, the pin. What the show has done oh so fucking masterfully, which is why I believe it has surpassed the, the, the what it has spawned from, is I think it uses superheroes and uses anti-heroes and uses villains to point the lens directly at all of us. The show is saying, like, hey, you, watching, ding, 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 ding. You're a fuckface, and this is why. And your your neighbor, also a fuckface. It's a battle of fuckfaces, because society is fucked, because you, every day, you choose wrong, even when your intentions are good and your goals are clear. You're going to get fucked. Here's why you're going to wind up with a fucking dude exploding you from the pinga out like it was Thanos's tushy. Um, that's what I love about the show is every fucking <laughs> go ahead. Bless you. Oh, thank God. Thank God. You, you made it out. Um, that for me is the is the true, true, true brilliance of the boys season okay. One, two, three, and four. Is that it? Now it's I, looking at society. All I do. It. We're gonna get. We're gonna get right back to it because you did mention the comic at first. Yeah. Um, though our intro is with the series because I feel that this is one of those scenarios where someone watching the series is gonna say, in some some rough proximity, but not necessarily. Not necessarily, some proximity to the brothers Rivera. Hey, I really like this show, and we are going to have a loner and jam in their face. Because if you like the show, read the book. Like, really, this is the 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 Lavar Burton uh, like situation. You're like, now you know. The comic itself is just outstanding. Now, I do want to get back to. I'm going to get back to your pinpoint before I move on to anything else. In reply to your hot take of watching the show I think it's because of your familiarity with the comic that you take it as like well they're they're the satire that they're the, what the satire and the show is pointed to are people's current value system right they lean on certain media versus others uh, they have opinions uh, dictated to them uh, you know there are certain individuals out there in the world if you uh, certain certain power that you might have, be it physical or emotional or societal, you will use it to subjugate people. Like that's that's your take, I think, because you know the overarching story from the comics, and you kind of like imagine somebody watching Titanic that never heard of a <laughs> boat that hit a foot. Like, oh yeah. shit, it it might hit that iceberg. <laughs> oh yes, I'm it gonna hit it. So I think that is why you see it in that way. I think also, though, someone who doesn't have necessarily either a Rivera brother to whisper sweet comic book nothings into their ear or um, uh, some other, you know, relatively decent looking uh, uh, Rivera lying around to, to tell them the nerdy stuff. 
Um, I think that they're going to be taking that, without that background, I think they're going to take it on a one-for-one, like, oh, what is this adventure? What kind of action-packed thing is this going to be? And ultimately, when it ends, it's going to be one of those, like, a slow burn. And like, oh, and then this happened, and that happened, and you ran through this, and then PP exploded, and blah, blah, blah. Wait a minute. Were they saying that I'm... That my political agenda is X, Y, Z. Like, there are certain realizations, and that's what true art does, right? If you look at a beautiful painting, you're like, oh, look at this. Uh, this abstract thing that kind of looks like a tree, kind of looks like it has the world in its roots. What a pretty picture. And then you're, hmm, 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 la, 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 walking down the street, headed home. And you're like, yeah, I'll get a Mr. Softy, but is that painting saying that... If we don't take care of our Mother Earth, that ultimately uh, we're in her protection now, so we're going to be screwed. The rest, like, that's what art does. It, it teaches us slow. It's the slow burn of realization. So, I think that the majority of people who are lucky enough to be watching this show, I think that's how it's going to hit them if they didn't have your prior comic book and, education. And you know what I, what I love about it? To point, counterpoint you... Sure. I think this show is so per- near perfectly put together. I think the comic can lead you there. I think a second viewing can lead you there. I think mulling it over can lead you there. I feel like it's that amazing Dave Chappelle joke where he's like, you know the type of people I hate? I hate people who are blah, 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 blah. You know who that is? And everyone's like, fucking Trump. It's Hillary. It's whoever. And he goes, that's you. (laughs) I love, I love, and I've watched the first three episodes twice because I was so obsessed with them. Yeah. Um, And there was like, the new Obi-Wan wasn't out. Um, What I love about it. Wait a minute. He's not talking about me, is he? Let me rewatch that real quick. is, Is I truly do think whatever level you're at, However much work you want to put in, because on the surface, people get their asses kicked. People it get is, murked. It's people an incredibly say, awesome, violent, and uh, uh, like this show is like a lasagna specific layers. show. But but you know, and I, so let me do this because I'm I double down and triple down on my claim that this is just the best comic book superhero story told on the small screen, period, bar none, no exception. So I'm actually going to start with your pinned point. Um, so if, if, uh, if do you remember precisely what you were saying that like, um, that the, that the comic book, the comic book, I, what I took away from the comic book was that the creators were shitting in the mouths of DC and Marvel. Okay. All right. So, so, uh, so yeah, so, so that you like Superman, Fuck you. You like Wolverine? Fuck you. Here's here's the thing. Um, I know you rewatched the first three episodes of the season. When was the last time you gave the earliest issues a reread? Oh, I, I, I think I reread at least the first few volumes, beginning of the pandemic, so 2020. So just for refresh my years timeline, ago. was The Boys already released? At least the the Boys, I... The Boys Season 1 was out. That's why I reread uh, the series. It was already out, and you reread the series after you watched the first few or watched them all? I think the first season. Okay. I think I watched the entirety of the first season. All right. So 
I'm gonna challenge you right now, and we can bring it up even to like a mini, like a miniature homework. A mini homework. No, no, we'll do like a, a small homework review for, for during the next episode. I would take this opportunity to remind you, Mr. Headband, when the boys was written. Oh, totally. So you read the boys, and you're like, oh, look at these sons of bitches. They are shitting in the faces of the big two. And that is what... Pay attention up here. My eyes are up here, Charles, not my luscious boobage. Think about the era that the thing was written in. So a lot I was of trying the, to pull up the year. A lot of the satire, well, it was basically written at the, the height of the Bush administration. Mm. And you were in essence a tadpole. You could not give a fuck about what was going on <laughs> in the greater world around you. You were focused on comic books, right? You were focused on chasing little little chicken heads. You were focused on, like, uh, did I get a pudding pack with lunch today? Yes! <laughs> right? Like, you had other things on your little adolescent mind. But the bottom line is this. The world was in a different place. So the political satire, the cultural satire that was written into the comic would have been point. lost on you. Now, if you read it now, casting your mind back. So go ahead and throw your mind back to, like, the, the kids over at, at, uh, at Melrose Place or on friends or or you know pick your uh pick your you know group of group of uh, uh woke individuals right um think about what their dailies look like like um hidden wmds and like like these are things that are almost like punchlines now because they're so far removed from yeah. the current nightmares which are equally if not more scary but that's what the comics were talking about. So because that shit was over your head or like it didn't register to your current mind because you weren't like aware of it when it happened, your focus is like, oh, like look at this superhero stuff. So you are the, the inverse version. You are like a non-comic book. Uh, uh, That's awesome, actually. Book. I'm like well, excited yeah, like, to return to it. You're a reverse virgin. That's basically what you are. That's what you are. My butt? I mean, whatever it takes. So if you go back now and think about it in those terms, you'll see that it was not. So it wasn't as one note as you might yeah, have thought. Yeah, I, I have to be honest. It never even occurred to me to, to that's make what I'm specific here the, for. the year. That's, that's what I'm here for, kid. Now, that being said, one of, I think, and I'm pretty much an expert, <laughs> um... I think one of the real reasons why The Boys is as successful as a show right now is that while it has slavish devotion to certain aspects of the comics as an adaptation, there are certain things that are like, well, this isn't going to work now. It's fucking 2022. So we can't have this be the focal point. We know what we're going to go ahead. We're going to let's substitute. They don't just throw yeah. it away. They no, say, yeah. all right, so, so we're going to turn this into that so it matches those social and political commentary points but it yeah. uses like well we don't have heavy cream but here's some whipped cream and saying like oh fuck it whipped cream is delicious and low calorie nom 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 so they, you know they what, end though? up tweaking and changing to greater effect and it works better because of when we are you you know that saying that like except no substitutes I think around the time the boys came out and certainly after, 
a lot of people took bites at this particular apple. How do we say something societal through the spectrum of Breaking Bad, some heroes? What's amazing about the series... Yeah, that's not unique. Of course, but being aware of those other things, this becomes a lot less about... I'll use specifically Boys 4 as, as the talking point. There is a Captain America type in this season. That's not the point, though. Like, you see him and you're like, that's supposed to be Captain America. What else? And the show doesn't have a bag of what else. They they back up six trucks. Yeah. And there are some turns on that story where I was just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, you we're going there. You think that they're, like, giving you, uh, they're giving you a handful of game pieces with stuff like that. You're like, oh, okay, so, so this is their version of Captain America. Here, let me let me let me hold that game piece, and you're like, no, no, that's not the game piece. We're setting the board. That's the board in this game. Here are the game pieces, and the game pieces are in the story that they're telling you using that platform. So, so it's a very valid, uh, very valid and, realization. And and again, I don't I don't want to get political, but my political don't. leanings don't. aren't a secret. Um. There, this show is so well written. Someone accidentally tweeted out, like basically a speech from Boys Four as their opinion. Like it's so well written, they predicted dumb shit people would say on the internet. What are you talking about? Fucking Kane, the wrestler who's somehow a mayor. Great job, Kane sucked as a wrestler. I don't think he'd be great as a politician. Hey, he's literally. Tall. That's, that's he literally wanted. tweeted out something so similar to what our Boondock Saint cameo motherfucker said in season four, who gives like a speech about like the fucking left is trying to trick you into thinking guns are dangerous. Guns are in fact safe. John, it's a beat for beat recreation via a tweet. Well, that just is just like Jesus Christ, bro. To, to keep fucking tone deaf idiot to 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 jerk the wheel back to center and keep it on political um like you had mentioned before they actually you know what there's a a, a documentary on george carlin which if you guys if tremendous the, if the viewers and listeners haven't watched it yet watch it listen to it it's outstanding um he's a really good example of how as an individual you can take shots right and left literally and figuratively and still make your greater point. And, and the boys does that. Now, that being said, so you spoke to a character who had, had they been transported over into the, to the comic book world, been part of the right. There is very much as well a much more forefront. I don't want, I don't want to spoil this at all. Yeah, I, really I was trying to be as vague as possible. There is a, a left character, not left-leaning, an ultra-left character who is as much, if not a bigger villain, as any of the very clearly right wing characters that are running Absolutely. around? Absolutely. So the boys is they're like not a shy with that. George Carlin, but but let me get back to my point. The 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 point for point, the PowerPoint, super PowerPoint um, breakdown of why this is just the best. So Charlie, um, who more than Netflix? has had more swing and misses with comic book IP. 
Like, does Netflix even have a fucking number one contender? Or are they just going to retire undefeated like their name was fucking Klitschko? I, I, I think they're the main... I mean, Paramount Plus probably has something. Who would but know, if we're not like, gonna, Nobody even watched yeah. that fucking thing. Like, I would say regular Netflix, cable probably has more misses, but as far as streaming... I'm going to answer my own question. It's Warner Brothers. <laughs> yeah. It's the CW. The CW can't make a fucking good show superhero show you're say breaking so many hearts miserable right frog ass racist life even when the they do accidentally even when they accidentally make a good show they immediately ruin it they immediately say oh well if you like that here's a ton of other fucking ingredients that nobody asked for that's going to completely change not just the taste but the very ph balance of this meal and screw it up for everybody whether you liked it or disliked it to begin with so i'm actually going to answer my own question it's cw um but one of the reasons specifically the cw and when the net when netflix the netflix almost said when finally the netflix when netflix is at its worst i will compare i'm like what are you fucking wb uh cw now um this i'll start this way charlie the boys the special effects in the boys is perfection for two reasons the first and obvious one being when a special effect is needed to show something visually that's happening in the narrative that they're telling you, it is done to Charlie's Kiss perfection. It is always done perfectly. Agree or disagree? Agree! Thank you. And Charlie, do you know the reason why? Uh, ILM does them. I don't know. Because if it's not perfect, it's not needed in the narrative they don't do it. It's just like making dinosaurs using f- transformer frog DNA. Just because you can do something doesn't mean you should do something. This isn't show and tell. Just because they can make an effect, just because I can cover somebody's face with like something that gets. So uh, clearly, I'm taking a piss on Marvel's fucking. Oh boy, he's worked whatever. up. What? <laughs> Feeling like Jeff O'Neill hitting one long when somebody's talking about my chicken leg. So, um, <laughs> flying squirrel, don't fuck with me, son. So, so Marvel has this fascination with, and I'm gonna go ahead and and blame the fucking space movie and Joey Tribbiani uh, above all else for like having these masks that like fold up upon themselves, microbot technology, blah 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 blah. Look, if you're in the middle of a cockfight, you're not going to remove even your mask, much less your helmet. I don't care if you're an A-list actor and you have to show your face. I don't see your writers. I don't care what your agent thinks about FaceTime. That's what advertisement and toys and product placement on fucking uh, Taco Bell cups are for. If you're in the middle of fighting Thanos, you're not going to digitally remove your helmet or mask or even your sunglasses. Stop it. Stop it. Would the boys ever do that? They made a plot point over freaking Black Noir never taking off his shit. And if you watched this last episode, you know why he don't. But that all being said, they do not do special effects. 
just to do them. And what that ends up meaning is that they're far more uh, sincere and authentic when you do get a special effect. When a homeboy runs through your girlfriend at like Mach 2 and in essence turns her into Ragu, it's going to be an amazing special effect for two reasons. Number one, all of the attention can go to that one special effect. And two, because you needed that special effect for the narrative that you're telling. That's good storytelling. Gonna use special effects? Use the best, the most expensive, the most time-consuming. But you can't have a hundred of them. You can have one. Yeah, so you only got poison. You got 40 bucks. Use it well. John! Uh, I don't think there's any more appropriate way to end this segment. No, with, uh, no, with no, no, nobody's like, ending the segment. Like I don't care about the time. XL Charlie XL. The other reason, another reason why the boys is the best, the best TV show out there. Comic book TV show, Charlie. Charlie, how do you like these costumes? I love these costumes. Are these costumes one for one verbatim from the comics? They are not. They are not. And what are they? Are they just off the rack cheapies? Are no, they like imagine? They are beautiful reimagining. They are they are superhero costumes, but they make perfect sense. Matter of fact, they make a point to reference. If you want to talk about taking the piss in the eye of the big two, and I would go ahead and throw in the big three and even little baby four. When they have a costume that is totally nonsensical, it's a plot point. They talk about, I'm not wearing this, it's up my ass, I can't run, it's high heels, and that's a guy. You got gills and you're getting like uh, you're getting inappropriately touched and me too. That's part of the storyline. Don't put your gills out there, dude. Like, the costumes are perfect. I'll run through them real quick, Charlie. I love the costumes. Totally makes sense. You already referenced talking about, like, updating, not making changes arbitrarily. You talked about the show's politics. You're totally right. However, again, the George Carlin of it all, you don't take one-sided shots. You don't punch. You don't ever get into a fight. And you just slip to the left. No, you got to Ooh, slip to the right, left. One, two. One, two. Did Mickey teach you nothing? He's going to hurt you. I didn't say that my... Poimonant. I don't like this implication that my personal politics involves either of the big two not being filled with cocks and dildos. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying at all. Uh, what else? Uh, and, and I'm going to say this is probably uh, my larger point. If you're trying to tell a story, right? Give Billy Butcher a beard. Obviously, a beard, that is the helps. most important. Beards always help. No, but if you're telling a story, Charlie, you have a great story to tell. Somebody comes along and says, hey, man, I believe in you. Or use Jay Muse. You believe Here's in money. Here's money. I'm going to say, yeah, let me know what you're doing, please, but it's hands off. I support you. I'm going to go to bat for you every time. But don't, 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 you know, don't big time me. Like, let, let's know what you're doing. You want to have certain effects. They're important. They're expensive, but... You're going to pick and choose? Fair enough. Here's your effects. You want to have characters look a certain way? Here you go. Here's the the best wardrobe department in the business. The you want to take acting. shots? Oh, you want to take left shots, but you're going to take right shots too? Okay, knock yourself out. Green light, green light, green light, green light, green light. You got all this stuff. You got 
the the table is set you got your knife you got your fork you got your napkin tied around your neck you got the candles lit the the music is playing in the background but you're missing one thing right the steak and in this situation the steak is your actors you can have the best script you can have the best stories you can have the best effects you can have them look amazing you have it lit if your actors cannot carry the material don't even bother there this this cast of of, of individuals obviously uh, obviously Billy Butcher has done amazing things I mean some of the best stuff we've seen he hasn't even bothered taking his helmet off because that is a committed motherfucker. He's not even a Mandalorian. But this cast of actors is so tremendous, so talented. Like, this is that the type of cast of characters when you're like, the fuck do I know this person from? <laughs> and you know each one of them, literally every one of them from something else, but they're not so so big of a, as a performer that they're just playing themselves at this point there's no al pacinos running around here mostly because there's no like four foot nothing characters um but they're able to to imbibe the characters that they're playing and they do it so believably well that you get lost right you just get you get absorbed into the story that's being told which ultimately is the the bigger goal it's the larger goal I want to be so good at what I do as an as an artist that I disappear and you're just getting the art. That's my point, Charlie. The bottom line, the boys is the is the apex of the game. It is the best comic book superhero show ever made. If something comes along, and I hope it does because much like you I am selfish. I want more, give me more. Um, but until further notice, it's the boys or nothing. We're going to give uh, two more comments to our boy Ellis. Ellis, if you think the special effects George Lucas used more often than not were good, you didn't listen to anything John said, and there's no cure for you. But that's also, right, because neither did Charlie. This is the second time that Lacey Chabert came up. If we get one more time, she has to make a guest appearance. John! She's, Lacey Chabert is basically Beetlejuice. Yeah, exactly right. And God willing. Uh, John, there is only one way that we end this and every episode of U.S. Gummies Cast. John, tell the beautiful people how it is we do the things we do. Mm -mm -mm. Oh, it's so simple. First, you got to check the calendar. See when Bad Mary is playing near you. Make plans to be there like you were me or Charlie. But then once that's done, you got to turn the power on. You got to turn the volume up and you got to ooh tune Bad Mary and open up the window wide and scream out into the night sky. Save Miss Space Girl. We out.